Hello, hello, hello. This is your girl Dawn M. Williams. You are listening to Research Shows Podcast. And this is my two cents. So this could be for entrepreneurs, even though I know I cater to entrepreneurs. This could be for y'all and for anybody else <laughs> that's listening. Um, in regards to being stubborn and listening. When it comes to being um, a business owner, you cannot be stubborn at all. And there's a whole lot of people set in their ways about what they ain't going to learn from who they ain't going to learn it from. And it's ridiculous. Like entrepreneurship is like life, in my opinion, where it's like a constant revolving door of learning. So you don't have to necessarily take in everything that everybody's saying, but you should take heed to someone when they're trying, especially if they're offering assistance. Now, this particular episode comes on the heels of me doing a consultation, which I normally do not do long consultations because I, you know, normally I can get over it in five minutes on what is necessary. And it was a lady who's old enough to be, you could tell she's probably old enough to be my mom. And she was telling me about her hair and was saying um, different things. Like I could tell what was wrong with her hair and the way she was saying it. I think it's weird in my opinion when people want to come with their hair already washed or if they want to come with their own products because it's kind of like, and, and I can even see, I know a whole lot of hairdressers are going to kick me in the butt for saying this. I can even see if your hair is long and flowing and healthy, where it's like, and you happen to bring your whatever, your shampoo, conditioner, whatever. But if your hair is damaged and jacked up, and you telling me that your hair is jacked up, and then I begin to explain to you why... It sounds like your hair is jacked up. I don't even need to see a picture. I could tell the lady hair was heat damaged. It was, you know, dry. She described it as she literally used the term Brillo pad. And I'm and then it won't grow. No, it's not growing because you're stunting its growth. And then I'm like, so what are you doing for moisturizing? So uh when as I assume the shampoo she was using with some stuff you can get at the cvs it's not something that's helping you which is resulting in you having to use this old school level grease you know and um to try to get some type of whatever jumping off with it um so anyways Excuse me for that break. <laughs> so anyways, it I could just tell just a little bit of the comments was like coming off condescending like, oh, you poor baby. How old are you? Woo, woo, this and that. And by the time we like eight minutes in, I had to cut her off. And I said, I said, you talking to me like you the hairdresser. Like, and she was like, no, I said, no. I said, I'm literally in class, and I literally was online with a, ch- a child. I said, child, and I said, I'm sorry. This is a grown man who's young enough to be my child. And I respect what he's saying because he knows more than me in that subject. 
So it's kind of like you looking at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. Or the way you're talking to me is as if I don't know what I'm talking about. And I've been in this industry for over 20 years. So basically what the argument was is that she felt as though since her hair was gray. That it's normal that when you use a pressing comb or a heat apparatus, that the hair is going to turn yellow. No, that's not true. It should not be turning yellow because if it's turning yellow upon the application of heat, it's indicative of heat damage. Your hair shouldn't be turning yellow. That's like saying when I curl the hair um, that's brown and then it's turning like a golden. Well, that means it's being damaged. You know, when it starts turning color, that's like the extreme of heat damage. Like normally heat damage, you can't even, it don't even turn color as you're beginning, you know, to put the heat on the hair. So when it's gotten to the point where, it's turning color, honey. You frying it. So she kind of calmed down near the end of it, but more than likely, at the time of this recording, I don't, I haven't made a decision yet. But I could tell by the time her um, relative is supposed to send me pictures of the hair, I'm not going to be doing it because of how she say it sounds, and and she already is coming off as if I'm not going to be able to do nothing, and that's just not a match made. It just doesn't make any sense. So um, I just. I'm making this particular episode to say some people, and it's not just somebody who's her age. Yes, she's old enough to be my mom, but I know 40-year-olds who are arrogant, I hate to call the lady arrogant, who come across arrogant, that sounds better, Um, who refuse to listen to what a younger person says, or even somebody who's their age, who they think is beneath them. It's a sickness it's almost rooted in a level of jealousy. It really is because how you could automatically be like, I'm not going to listen to you when you is calling me for a service. It makes no sense. And I see that a lot in certain people who want to be quote unquote entrepreneurs or I even have one of my neighbors. Let me just keep this all the way gangster. And this young lady got to be, she has to be at least, maybe 15 years younger than me. She got to be in her mid twenties and you could tell she's arrogant and it got to the point, you know, she was real nice at first, but then the mask couldn't stay up that long. So it got to the point where she started coming and asking me questions about business because see, she didn't know how to deal with our landlord, our mutual landlord. And I had to explain to her, I said, what y'all do? With the, I'm going to cuss you out and shake my neck and talk all this. I said, that ain't how business people communicate. I said, you have to send emails and they have to be polite emails to get stuff done. I said, you send a text message. Why are you still on the text message realm? You know what I'm saying? So then after that, uh, she's, it's like she feel the way she looks at me is as if I should be privileged to give her advice, even though she came to me for advice. I'm not pressed. I'm not begging nobody to accept my help. I don't care who you are. That's just the level that I have arrived at. And I say that because, and, and when I came to that decision, uh, was about, uh, that had to be about a year ago. And I did a, I was doing, I, I rented a table. I have since stopped doing these things because it's 
I just, it's just not working for me. But you know how you run a table at like an event and these little side ones, right? So this was like in Temple Hills and, you know, it was somewhere where we, we was able to rent tables and nobody sold anything because the lady didn't properly promote it. But anyway, one of the other vendors contacted me, said she's having an event um, at another location on a, a second day or whatever it was. So I noticed that all of her money, like the way she was collecting money, none of it had buyer protection. So for example, she only took Apple pay and Zelle or something like that. I just remember Apple pay, but all the other things, it was like, she, she wouldn't even let you use like a regular credit card or bank card. And I said, that's, that's kind of indicative of a scam. So, I wrote to her and she didn't have a brick and mortar location. I'm not saying that as I'm looking down on her. I'm saying I'm looking from the perspective of if this lady run off with my money, I ain't going to be able to locate her. I don't even know if this really her. You see what I'm saying? So I offered advice. This is one of the last times I did this. Actually, I've, I've, I'm trying to get out of offering advice. Like it's so difficult for me to not offer advice. It's so, especially when it's somebody you love or something like that. It's like, but I, I mean, that's why I do the podcast. Cause I could just shoot them episode. Cause I ain't even going to sit up here and offer no <laughs> intentionally offer advice. But this was, um, when I learned a lesson on offering advice, <sighs> instead of waiting for somebody to ask for advice, that's different when somebody asks. So I said to her, I sent her a message. I said, you know, I'm I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I said, but the way how it looks, it's like, if I give you this, I think it was like a hundred dollars or whatever. I said, if I give you this money, I'm not sure if something happens, if I can get my money back. I said, because somebody before they purchase is not a, it's not a physical location. It's not any buyer protection methods. And, you know, and, and, um, I kind of ended it like that. Now, sometimes you offer advice and some people be like, oh, thank you. I never thought about that. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, (laughs) but she got an attitude. It was like, you know, just because everybody don't have a brick, a a physical education like you doesn't mean I'm not legitimate business. And she used an explanation points. And I mean, she was so nasty and I was just like, I was not coming from a place of bad intention. I was basically saying, I'm about to say no, but I would rather you know why. I I, I think I said, I I feel like I should say why. Because if she's not getting sales from other people, right? Because clearly, if she had to dip into my inbox, she don't even know me to try to get me to rent in her booth. She can't, she's not, it's not full. I'll say that. Her event is not full. So I was trying to say it. So that, you know, she would understand why maybe people is not responding, but clearly she want to do stuff her way. So <laughs> I just gave three examples of three different people on this don't mix with entrepreneurship. Who are you going to learn from? You got to learn from somebody. Goodness gracious. But, you know, regardless, that's life. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back. How long ago was that? When did you start the VV show? Two years ago. Oh, wow. So you was nine. Yes, ma'am. This is, I'm just so inspired. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So, all right. So tell everybody, how is it being a social media influencer? How is that experience for you? 
It's actually been so amazing because I like to, you know, inspire people, especially at a young age that I am. And I want to inspire like kids that's my age or younger and also like some adults as well so they can inspire their kids to, you know, I wouldn't say be like me, but be like, like, like positivity, like have positivity and, you know, be positive, not like don't be negative. That is so wonderful. Entrepreneur Thursdays with Research Shows Podcast. A clip from episode 161 of Research Shows Podcast. All right. Thank you so much for coming back from that commercial break with us. Don't forget, 12 p.m. Eastern daily, we have My Two Cents. And then every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, we interview the entrepreneurs. And Mondays at 6 a.m., we have the morning show with the morning crew. Don't forget, we are on most streaming platforms. Just go straight to the research departments with an S dot com. Click on research shows podcast. And you can also leave a comment if you want to about a particular episode that we may or may not air, depending on what your comment says. So don't forget that you can also download our app. I am Don Williams and you can listen to episodes on there too. As far as season four. We are not accepting any new guests. We are only interviewing old guests. So new guests, please, you can go ahead and fill out the form at the website that I just said, and we'll be interviewing new guests, inshallah, for for season five, which will air in the fall of 2023. So I hope everybody has a wonderful day on purpose.